日本史学習に最高にもってこいのサイトサムライアーカイブスポッドキャストへようこそ美しい自然にあふれてる縄文時代から波乱万丈な幕末まで全時代を網羅して日本史の隅から隅まで一緒に語り合いましょうでは早速日本史の世界へ Hey everybody, welcome back to the Samurai Archives podcast. This is Chris, and、uh, this is part two of our discussion with Marky Starr. This time we're just talking to him about his blog, his podcast, and also the tours that he now offers in Tokyo.、Uh, he does、uh, historical tours of various areas. So we'll、uh, talk about that and a bunch of other stuff. All right, enjoy. So,、uh, with your blog, how, much,、uh, how many place names to date have you actually done? Oh, God. You, have you counted? Are you, you're not keeping track? <laughs> When I hit the 200 article mark,、um, I did notice that if I had to guesstimate, I'd say about 250.、Um, actually, I'm pulling up the number right now. Oh, God.、Um, oh, God. I just pulled up the number now. It looks like I have an anniversary coming up.、Um, I have 293. Articles and then, as far as pages, which are like reference articles that I have at the top of my blog, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen of those. And then there are four podcasts to date, a handful of movies on YouTube. Wow, okay. So when you're looking at place names, what exactly qualifies as a place name? Are you looking at neighborhoods? You're looking at towns? What exactly are you looking at? And, and I'm assuming this is all within the, is this in the Tokyo metropolitan area or you this, sort of expanded outward? Or? So, yeah, this is all within the Tokyo metropolitan, Tokyo metropo, <laughs> Tokyo, <laughs> Tokyo metropolitan area.、Um, God, I say that all the time. You'd think I'd. Wouldn't trip over that、um, because I just I had to limit myself, otherwise, like the scope is just too crazy. I, I already suffer from scope creep on every article as it is.、Um, generally speaking, I'm within the 23 special wards, and even within that, generally within, within the borders of the shogun's actual capital, so within Edo.、Um, But I, I can go out to West Tokyo if I need to. As for what qualifies as a place name, that could be an actual town name, that could be a nickname for an area, that could be a shrine name.、Um, yeah, because there are areas that have names that aren't. That aren't codified into the actual postal system, like the official place names of, of Tokyo, but people、yeah. know those areas. Yeah, yeah Hawaii's like that too. I'd never really seen that before coming here, but yeah, there's like areas that don't really, there's like an area on the map, but it doesn't really correspond to anything except maybe a street name or something. That, it's like an area, people just named this area something. It's really, it's, it was odd to me when I got out here first time, but I don't yeah, know, I'm just think- used to it. Yeah, I think, in, I think in Dallas there's an area called Deep Ellum, and it's just a nickname for the area. There's not an official, to the best of my knowledge, there wasn't an official area, but there's an Elm Street, and they just kind of elongated 
the uh, pronunciation and it became Deep Ellum. And it's like where there, there are a lot of music clubs and things like that there. Hmm, okay. So, okay, so this is what I'm curious about. If you've kind of, uh, you, you kind of have a definition in your head of what you consider place names, locations, etc. What, what, what's the number of potential places in Tokyo? <laughs> well, the reason I chose that as what I, the, the reason I chose Tokyo place names is because essentially I think I will never run out of them. Uh, Tokyo is a huge, huge place. And I think I'll get bored of the topic before I will run out of place names. And I'm not bored of it. I'm not getting bored of it or anything. So um, this this should continue for quite a long time. So you're talking like thousands and thousands of locations then? <sighs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I mean, I honestly, I, I don't know. And I don't know how to, I don't know where to get that information. But every time I look at a map, I see something new. So, hmm. Do you make it a point to visit each of these places before you write about them or, or no? Usually, um, not, not always. And many of them I've, I've been to already. But, um, but for example, the, the horse names in Setagaya um, and Sangenjaya, I, after I wrote the article, I decided to go out there and take a look and you know, take pictures and upload those to Flickr and whatnot. But usually I don't go first. I, I go later. Okay. Uh, it actually makes it more interesting. Like uh, when I, I spent two weeks in Kyoto or 10 days in Kyoto and I had read everything I could get my hands on in regards to like the, the Boshin War and the Shinsengumi and all this. And so when I, when I went, got there, I was able to basically, I already knew exactly what I wanted to see. And I was able to go around to each and every historical location and be like, oh, there's a... Uh, there's Bioma's grave, and oh, there's uh, you know this temple, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I, I, I guess that does make sense. Yeah, I mean, you can be much more efficient. You can be much more efficient in your sightseeing, and you actually know what you're looking at. And this is something that uh, both I and our friend like Shinotabi often say is is you know there's not a lot on on the on the surface in Tokyo. There's not a lot of Edo left over. But actually, there is a lot of Edo left over, but you need to know where to go, and then you need to know what you're actually looking at. So for example, if I had gone to Komatsunagi Jinja, and I didn't know the story about Yoritomo's horse, it's just another shrine like any other. With a tree stump. With a tree stump. <laughs> and, and the tree stump is like off to the side. You know, there is a sign there, but why would I even look twice at that, you know? Right. But once I knew that it was there, oh, I have to go find this tree stump. And suddenly the tree stump has meaning. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you, you already told us horse. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, like Osaka Castle. I'd been to Osaka Castle probably three times before I realized that they actually do have a marker with a specific location that uh, Toyotomi Hideyori had committed suicide. And so oh, really? I, I, yeah, so I did go there, and uh, that was extremely cool to find. In fact, I had never even, never even knew it was there. And so when I looked into it, I found it was there. I couldn't find it. I had to go to the gift shop and like ask them where it was, and they pulled out a map and showed me. So it's, uh, you, it was pretty cool. Did you take a picture of yourself doing seppuku? Like <laughs> committing seppuku <laughs> in front of it? <laughs> yeah. No, but that's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Maybe next time. I, 
yeah, I'll have to keep that in mind. Well, this does seem to make a pretty good uh, segue into your historical tours, which you've recently started. So why don't you tell us about that? Okay. So I, I like to walk around Tokyo, um, and I especially like taking different streets and intentionally trying to get lost uh, so I can find cool things. And it seems to me that there are a certain group of people, Japanese history nerds or just history nerds in general, who would also like to see those things that are kind of off the beaten path, not where the tourists go, but in between those spaces where you can see really cool shit. So I decided rather than just walking around by myself, I might as well give tours to like-minded, you know, nerdy history geeks like myself. So I put together like six or seven kind of walking courses and threw it up on the blog and I'm like, hey, who wants to take a history tour with me? And like almost immediately I got three people uh, who have booked tours. And so far we've done about two of them. And they're super fun. Like I meet these people in the morning and we're, we're like, I mean, we're cool with each other, but we're kind of, you know, trying to see what's up with each other and we're going to spend the day together. So do we like each other? And by the end of the day, I feel like we're friends. Like it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we take a look at like the graves of the Tokugawa shoguns. We look at um, the place where Asano Naganori committed seppuku which was not in Edo Castle. I had always thought they told him, do seppuku right away. And I just assumed he did it in the garden in Edo Castle. But no, they took him about a 15 or 20 minute walk away from the castle in Shinbashi. And he did it there. Yeah, just we see cool shit like that. Cool. So if uh, someone wanted to uh, uh, get in touch with you about that, how do you normally set these things up? Yeah, um, I would send them to my blog, Japan This, which again, markystar.wordpress.com. And at the top of the page, uh, it's clearly marked uh, Japan This Tours. And if you click that, uh, it gives a little introduction. I have some quotes from uh, past tours, like kind of giving their uh, opinion of the tour. Uh, everything's been really positive, by the way. Um, and then I, I list out the the different courses that I've got. And on each one, you can just click a contact me via Facebook and it should take you directly to a Facebook messaging app and we can discuss it there. Yeah, currently on the blog, uh, everything is listed as having a one-time recommended donation. Uh, I can't legally say price yet. Um, I'm working on that and... Uh, but right now there is a loophole, so I can't get paid. Um, but yeah, I, I, strongly, I, I strongly recommend anyone who is interested in the history of Edo Tokyo and you want to see uh, the cool stuff that's not in the guidebooks, uh, by all means, contact me um, and I will do everything I can to try to accommodate you uh, with this. Um, there is some possibility for specialization or customization, but currently uh, I do have some kind of standard courses that are laid out there uh, that I think are pretty cool. Yeah, I'm flipping through it right now. I'm looking at the uh, the geek ranking of each one. That looks really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I needed 
yeah, I really needed to include like the geek ranking and the time, uh, I'm sorry, and the walking intensity because some of these are super walky. And like I can walk for days and like I don't feel anything. Like I'm, I'm cool with it. I'll, I'll walk literally from seven in the morning until seven at night. And I don't even stop for lunch. I'll just eat walking. Um, but I realize most people can't do that. So I put that walking intensity thing there. But the, the geek intensity is, I think, where it's cool. Because if you really are a history nerd and you do want to see that off the beaten track stuff, um, go for the, the high geek ranking. Yeah, this looks interesting. I uh, I think I'll sign up for the uh, Kabuki course here at some point. <laughs> yeah, really? Do you like Kabuki? No, I've never seen it. That's exactly why I would do it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Kabuki's. I've I've only been one time, and it was freaking amazing. Yeah, I saw they did a they did Kabuki here at the University of Hawaii that uh, Travis was actually in. He had a part in, and it was actually a, it was pretty interesting. So I would I would definitely be willing to see that in Japan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm dying to go back so yeah that's something i never got a chance to do that in sumo but <laughs> yeah you know i've been in japan 11 years and i've never gone to sumo and when it's on tv i love it oh yeah i watched it obsessively when i was living in japan but i never 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 had a chance to go yeah that's i don't know next time you're in tokyo let's yeah, coordinate like it with the sumo sumo tournament and let's let's go and uh okay so that's the uh, that's that now also another thing that you've recently started is a podcast and uh, so I wanted to talk about that because it's uh, it's it's basically I get my my impression of it now that I've listened to it is kind of an extension of the blog, but you you do go into other things. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about your podcast and I, I guess also where people can uh, or how people can get get their hands on it? Okay, um, the the blog came out of uh, the blog came out of fan requests. Um, so some people had contacted me on Twitter or Facebook and they said, I really like your blog, but I drive to work or I drive to school. So it's difficult for me to find the time to read your blog, but I listen to podcasts while I'm driving or I listen to podcasts while I'm at work. And I wish you had a podcast. And I thought, well, doing a podcast is a lot of work. Um, it's very time intensive. <laughs> you're, you're telling me, yeah, it, it really is. I mean, people people think you just talk into the microphone and put it on, up on the internet, but there's there's a lot of editing. There's a lot of retakes. Um, oh God, the editing is the worst. For all you listeners out there who've never done a podcast, editing takes forever. Takes forever, and like you you cut out all of the ums and all the coughing, all the burping, all the <laughs> sneezing. Um, Mouth clicks. There's like these stupid mouth noise when you talk. Like, it's <laughs> disgusting. I hate that sound in my ear, and like I have to edit all of those out. Yeah, or before someone says something, they and then start. Oh talking. god! <laughs> oh, especially if you're wearing earbuds, it's the most disgusting thing ever. I feel yeah. like you're spitting in my. Oh. So the reason you don't hear any of that on this podcast is because I'm clipping it all out. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> literally piece by literally. piece. <laughs> actually, actually, I'm putting together an outtakes track that is everything that I cut out, all the ums, all the burping, all the sneezing, all the I actually the did that once. I, yeah. I could only handle, I could only cut and paste for about 30 of the, 30 minutes through it. And uh, I, I ended up with about 45 seconds of, um, uh, mm, 
just endless. It was pretty hilarious. <laughs> um, but anyways, back to, back to my podcast. The you know the readers were asking for that, and I you know I was like, man, it's a lot of work. It's like additional content. Um, but one guy said to me, you know, why don't you just read the articles? He's like, that's probably enough for me. And I thought about it. Well, okay, if I don't have to do more research and come up with new topics, maybe that's a little more doable. It's still freaking time intensive, but at least I don't have to do original research for it. So essentially, I'm just giving another method of delivery. So if you don't want to read it, you can listen to it. Um, But one thing that I really like about my blog that a lot of people don't do is I put footnotes at the end of the articles. And sometimes there are as many footnotes as there is like main content. Um, So I I give additional commentary or additional information that might not be relevant to the narrative. Yeah, I was going to say sometimes they're they're just completely random. (laughs) Really (laughs) random facts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I I got the information. I might as well share it with you. But in the audio version of the podcast, none of that gets mentioned because it's it would just be too distracting. So I definitely tell people if you do listen to the podcast, please uh, check out the article because there may be additional information and uh, more nuance that you might want. Or snarky commentary. <laughs> There's that too. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the uh, the podcast idea is extremely. Uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Convenient. That's the word I'm looking for. Convenient. Um, yeah. Yeah, especially if uh, you know some of those are some of those are some pretty hefty articles. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, it, my blog is very research intensive, and I try to be very thorough, um, and I try to be fun with it. Of course, like I'm I'm not trying to be dry or anything. And I think that the podcast, I don't, I don't know if the podcast conveys that or not, but hopefully it, it does because a dry lecture is what I don't want to be. Um, but, oh, uh, also, if you do want to find the podcast, um, there are a couple of ways that you can get it, but currently we are not we. It's just me. I am not on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> this is royal we. Um, so the the easiest way is to go to JapanThis website, so markystar.wordpress.com. You should have it memorized by now. And uh, at the top of the page, next to the JapanThis tours, you'll find a link to the JapanThis podcast. And if you click that link, like I just did now, um, it will pull up... Oh. There's only three. I have to put the fourth one up there. Um, I was pretty sure you were on iTunes. Really? It's not on iTunes? The first episode was on iTunes because I used, what was that, Podbean or something? Fucking Podbean. Yeah, fucking Podbean. So they they let me upload one and that was it, like one for free. And now I can't upload anything else. So basically I'm uploading to YouTube. So if you go to the Japan This page on YouTube or maybe search for Japan This Podcast, I'm not sure, 
basically, the easiest way is just go to my page, and if you click that link, it'll take you directly there. And then you can just subscribe to the Japan This page on YouTube, and you'll get the podcasts and any other content that I start putting up there. And I guess if you really want it on an iPod, you can take the extra step of just ripping the audio from it, like I did, and uh, <laughs> putting that on iTunes. How, well, how, how do you rip it? Oh, uh, you just use one of these uh, YouTube to MP3 converters. There's ah. various, various websites that'll do it for you. Okay. Seems like a lot of work. It, it is, but uh, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I don't stream anything on my phone. I just listen to stuff on my iPod. So oh, That's cool. So it was more convenient for me. Hmm. Most convenient, of course, would be just to have it on iTunes, but yeah. yeah. Well, that's the thing is, you know, this, the like costs I, associated with it though are, are a little ridiculous. Well, that's the thing. That's the other thing that people kind of take for granted. You get your podcast for free. All the editing, all the work has been has been put into it. Like people really do slave away at it, and you know, getting the audio quality good. Um, Doing all the engineering side of it, and then paying coding for it, it up, yeah. uploading it, pay, yeah, paying for the server space and and all that. And I, I mean, I know you're doing this as a labor of love. You know, like Samurai Archives is, is like a passion for you. It for me, Japan. This is a passion for me. Like I'm gonna do it regardless of whether anyone's reading. Whether well, I don't know. That might demotivate me a little bit, but pretty much, I would be doing this even if. I only had one or two readers who really loved it. Um, and it's the same with the podcast, but it's, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of research. It's a lot of time. Like I, I do have to sit down, research these things. Then I have to write them. Then I have to proofread them. Then I have to like even have to like edit in WordPress and like justify everything and, you know, put in and, images and put and in images and all that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of work. So, and, I'm not getting paid. Like I, I ask for donations, but I would I would say if let's say I put out four articles and maybe one podcast in a month, I'm probably making like thirty bucks for the month. It's it's like a terrible like balance there. <laughs> so Yeah, it's not exactly um, what you call a return on investment. But no. <laughs> what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Because no one else is doing it. Yeah. Some so somebody's got to do it, I, I guess. Um, and I I love it when I get comments, and I love it when people do actually donate. Um, and I'm not trying to like guilt people and they're fucking give me money. Um, <laughs> Please give me money. <laughs> give me money. I'm slaving like a dog for you. Um, it, it, I'm not I'm not trying to like guilt people into it, but I, it's I do want to like make it clear that there is a lot of work. It's not just magically being done on its own um and when people do donate i do appreciate it and i I understand not everybody can do that not everybody's got the the spare change sitting around to do that um and to those people i would say hey you know tell a friend share it like retweet me um like me on facebook and share me on facebook like that that helps out too uh like me on youtube or share me on youtube Uh, supposedly i can generate revenue from youtube i'm not quite sure how that works out but yeah, i don't know so far i haven't gotten a penny out of youtube yeah. <laughs> but that's okay yeah all of my things are enabled for like some kind of whatever revenue sharing option but i they never asked me for like bank information <laughs> so i'm like where does the money go <laughs> <laughs> no idea but like uh like you said even even a simple 
the, the, the simple act of, of giving a positive comment is, is sometimes worth all of the endless hours of editing and researching and, and interviewing and everything else. So keep that in Absolutely. mind, listeners. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like your your you know Samurai Ar- Archives is on iTunes. So when you do give it like you know a five star and and a comment, that helps you in in the rankings. And when people do type in like when they search for it and they type in Japan, like you have a higher chance of coming up first. Yeah, and, and it, it comes up pretty highly. But you know, considering there are only like three, well. in, in <laughs> Yours would be number. Yours would be the fourth, I guess, if if you were on iTunes. But there's like three or four mm. at the most uh, Japanese history podcasts out there. Yeah, um, I mean, more, a few more Japanese culture related, but um, specifically history. There's like three. So yeah, <laughs> which is which is crazy because there are tons of other history podcasts out there. Like um, I, the the history of Rome, the history of Byzantium. Um, yeah, but those are actually popular topics. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Why is J- Japanese history not popular? It's, it's, it's like cool. it's like it's like fanboy popular. No, you know it's not legit popular. It's fanboy popular. <laughs> <laughs> not legit popular. But uh, hey, actually, but um, my first tour, my first Japan this tour, uh, was when when I asked them, when I asked the the group, how how did you find my pod, how did you find my blog? They said we heard you on. Uh, Samurai Archives. So they were already fans. They were kind of Japanese history nerds and they loved Samurai Archives and they heard us getting drunk in Roppongi and they were like, hey, this guy is probably, you know, probably cool. That has got to be the most bizarre podcast episode ever. I, I don't think we even, uh, I, I don't think, uh, I, I probably should have put a, a more of a warning up front, like something along the lines of like, uh, if you're not us, you're probably going to have no idea what the hell's going on. Yeah. But here well, you that's, go. <laughs> <laughs> that's well. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking when I, while I was listening to it. I was like, "Who the fuck would listen to this?" <laughs> but that but was I was dying. Uh, I was cracking up. Uh, episode one hundred for everyone who's wondering. Wow! But the, the the people who I was talking to, they loved it. They thought it was hysterical. And I mean, that's what, that's one of the other things you can do on my tour. If you take a normal tour in uh you know in any country uh you usually can't drink beer yeah about halfway through the tour i'm like hey you know let's get some booze and booze it up and uh we did <laughs> <laughs> so i guess that's probably about it for today so thanks for being on the podcast again thank you very much for having me it was fun sure and so now that you've been on now that uh now that everyone out there is curious about your podcast and your Twitter account, I'm sure, uh, how can they reach you? What are, give, give us all of your URLs and locations, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Um, I'm very, very easy to find on the internet. Uh, if you can't be bothered with uh, typing in URLs or anything like that, if you type in Japan This in Google, I should come up first, which is remarkable considering how common the words Japan and this are. Um, but I will come up first. Um, another way you can find me is if you type in what does and just about any place name in Tokyo mean, question mark, that should bring me up. Um, the direct link to my blog is, as we've said before, markystar.wordpress.com. Live it, learn it, love it. Um, 
I'm also on Facebook, and that's facebook.com slash Star. I'm also on Twitter, at JapanThis. What else am I on? Uh, and I'm also on YouTube. Uh, that's also JapanThis. Uh, I don't know if I'm... How I feed... I don't know how I rank in their search yet, but... I was uh, able to should... find the podcast pretty easily, so... Really? Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. All right, sounds good. Um, cool, thanks, thanks for being on, and uh, I guess we'll catch everyone later. It was my pleasure. I hope I can do it again. All right. All right. All right, everybody, that's it for this episode of the Samurai Archives podcast. Hopefully we'll be back in a few weeks. It's uh, pretty busy lately with school and work and all these other things that are going on, so uh, not a lot of time for editing podcasts. But anyway... While you wait for the next episode, if you haven't already been caught up, head over to SamuraiPodcast.com to get all our back episodes, also on iTunes. And while you're at it, uh, give us a good review and some stars over at iTunes, help bump us up, like we mentioned in the podcast. Uh, that basically uh, keeps us in the top 100 or so in history podcasts, which is good because it kind of keeps us visible. You know, it's a, it's a morale boost that gives us the fire to keep going for you, the listener. And, you know, we'd also appreciate it if you support the podcast by heading over to Amazon.com via our link, which you can find at SamuraiPodcast.com. If you use our link, then uh, any purchases that you make will kick us back a little bit. Uh, I don't know, I think it's like a 1% or 2% of whatever you buy. doesn't cost you anything extra whatsoever. It just helps us out. And if you have any questions or uh, just want to kind of follow what we're doing, find us on Twitter at Samurai Archives. Find us on Facebook. Samurai Archives uh, don't know what the URL is but if you search Samurai Archives I'm sure you'll find it we've got like eight or 9,000 followers so shouldn't be too hard to find uh, if you really want to ask us a deep philosophical question you can send an email to samuraipodcast at gmail.com or hit us up at the forum it's uh, forums.samuraiarchives.com so that's it for this week and uh, I guess time permitting we'll get another episode out within the next three weeks or so try to stay on that schedule, but it doesn't always work out, but we'll see what happens. All right, thanks a lot.